Before we begin, remember we are not medical professionals or lawyers or the like. We just like to tell people what they should do in their life. Also, we're drinking a lot. So take everything we say with a grain of salt and a lime wedge and a shot of tequila. Hello. Good How morning. Late afternoon. Evening. Good. Whatever good something. Time it is. Yes. Happy New Year. <gasps> Happy New Year. Years. Merry Christmas. Happy mm. birthdays. Yeah. Joy. 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 It's a good time. It's a busy time. Mm-hmm. You're wearing the sweater I gave you. I am. I'm wearing my Lego sweater. Yeah. That was just like so much joy seeing you react to it. I wish I had filmed it. I think your whole body shook. (laughs) I was so excited about it, but I don't know. (laughs) Because I'm like, oh, another sweater. And it's Lego sweater. I know. I get that. I mean, like, I love sweaters, but I'm like. I do love sweaters, too. But yeah, you know, like, usually you leave the sweater buying to an individual since they know their own style, but. And then I was like, it's Legos. And I go, look, and it even has the Lego logo on it. And it has the little nubs, like the bumps you plug the other Legos yeah. into. And you like, your whole body shook. You were so excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it was a good time. How about you? Did you get any fun presents? I got a super nice axe like throwing axe and chase built me a regulation size um like target for the backyard wow i haven't gotten to play with it quite as much as i should at this point in time just because it did finally snow and stuff here but um but i played with it on christmas day the neighbor came out because it is so loud he's like what the hell is going on out there because it's loud but i um i stuck it pretty regularly and chased it a couple times once he figured out the right distance. And um, my friend Tracy threw it one time. She's pregnant, so she didn't really. <laughs> she's like, you're, she's far enough away that it's not like it's going to bounce back and hit her in the stomach. And, you know, but yeah. um, but she was just like being super careful. She's like, once the baby is born, I'm all for it. But <laughs> um, and her husband wouldn't try it at all. <laughs> <laughs> So that was my biggest present. Wow, well, yeah. And then I bought myself a present as well. I bought myself an espresso. So, <laughs> and who knew that a stupid, expensive coffee maker thing like this could bring so much joy into my life? But every time I make a coffee, it makes me really happy. Well, then it's worth it. Exactly. Every single time I make one, and I'm just like, I'm just like, Super happy every time. I don't know. Worth it. Yes. I have to show you one of my favorite presents. Just a second. Yes. So it's a piece that my friend made. Okay. <clears throat> oh, it's porty. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a pl- pane of glass with it. So it's glass art. And she made a porty with different color eyes. Is that what they call that? Yeah. I love it. He's got a tongue. He's got different color eyes. I love it so much. It's so cute. I love it. It's so great. I probably made the same face that I made with your sweater with this. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I love it. That's awesome. That's so great. So but what yeah. else is new? Oh, gosh, you know, so much has happened. I know, so much, and I can't even remember all of it. Uh-huh. I think we should, in the in the essence of time, I think we should choose one good story from the last. One story each. Yeah, one story each, because I have my good story, which I've been telling several times, so I've got a rhythm to my story, I think. Okay, and I think I have one really good one, too. Okay, you go first. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so the weekend after Thanksgiving, I decided it was time to put up my Christmas tree, right? And I have a fake Christmas tree. Uh, For some reason, I was like, a fake Christmas tree is better for the environment. That is not true, everybody. Real Christmas trees are better for the environment, even though you're cutting them down. But I was like, you're cutting down a tree. That's bad. Get a fake one. So I have one. I've had it for oh, since I probably since we moved or since our second year here because the first year we went back to Michigan and didn't do anything here. So probably four years. I think it takes eight years to offset its yeah. carbon footprint. So mm-hmm. that's my guiding guiding principle in the mm-hmm. back of my head throughout this whole situation, right? So last year I got fancy with it and I like went on Amazon and I got a bag specially made to hold artificial Christmas trees instead of the stupid box. Like it was still in the box. Mm-hmm. And I um, tossed the box, put it in this bag. It's just like a thin plastic bag, whatever. doesn't matter. We put it out in the shed for the summer. <laughs> so I go and get it. And, um, First thing you don't need to know about my shed is it's not like sealed. Yeah. It's like walls and a locking door and a roof to keep things dry. But there's like big gaps in between the walls and the roof and stuff like that. Like not because, you know, we're just storing extra shit out there. It doesn't matter. And um, but that means there's squirrels in here, which I know. Like, so first thing is I go and I unlock it and I walk out, walk in and I look up, there's a fucking squirrel right here looking at me, and it, like, takes off. It's like, you forgot to knock. What are you doing? I'm like, great, okay, that's fine. And then I, like, go over where the Christmas tree is, and I think I hear noises. And I'm like, oh, shit, is there another squirrel over here? And I'm, like, <laughs> freaking myself out. I just All I can picture is that scene in... Christmas vacation with the squirrel in the tree oh, that okay. jumps out onto his face and he's running around screaming. I'm like, that's going to happen to me right now. It is. I know it. I know that's what's going to happen. So I'm like working myself up about it. I'm like, I can't do this. I mean, Christmas is canceled. Like I'm texting my friends being like, I can't decide if I want Christmas to happen or if I just want to say, fuck it. I'm not touching it. It's, it's gone. Right. And so I go and I grab it. I finally worked myself up. Like I poked it a little bit and I like heard noises coming from it. But I was like, that is just, it's shifting. The tree itself shifting inside the bag. Um, Cause I moved it. So I finally muster up the strength of the courage and I reached out and I grab the straps, like the carrying straps and I pull it out. And as I'm pulling it out, a fucking squirrel leaps out of the bag 
and runs away. <laughs> Thankfully, it didn't leap at. I would have straight up died if it had I jumped I did get me. this image of a squirrel-like circle in your body and you trying wish. to get away from it. That would yeah. have been a funny, even funnier yes. story. But like, it jumped out and I lose it and I scream and yell, there's something on there! And run out of my shed, which I am not proud of. Let me tell you, like, this is so... <laughs> Prissy, like this is my mom reacting to a mouse into the house <laughs> reaction, and I should be fine. He's like, I should be able to do this. Can't do it. So my neighbor is outside, and he like picking up like the dog poopers. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I don't know why I had to add that detail. Is everything okay? And I'm like, yep. There's a squirrel in there. It's fine. I get the rake and I'm like hitting it. Actually, I think I was using the rake and hitting it before the squirrel leapt out, which is why I felt safe to grab it. I was like, if there's a squirrel in here, it'll run away because I'm poking the bag. Nope, did not. But so he's like, are you okay? And I was like, um, yeah, it's it's just, there's a squirrel. There were squirrels. Um, I'm convinced You're very there's entertaining to your neighbor. Like he, I bet he's out there picking up dog poop quite often just to... Like, what is that lady up to now? I know, right? And I was just like, I was like, it's fine. I can do it. Couldn't do it. Like, I kept, 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 can't. <laughs> and he, um, he's like, do you need me to come over and get that for you? Like, my, like, 85-year-old or 90-year-old neighbor. And I'm like, no, I can do it. Could not do it. <laughs> Chase is gone. The neighbor had to come out of his yard, come into my yard. As he's doing it, I'm so embarrassed that I needed someone to help me with this that I do it. Like, I pull it out. He grabs it for me. He takes it up to my patio. I'm afraid to open the damn thing. The whole back of the of the bag is gone. The squirrels just uh -huh. ate the whole back of the bag. And this was and, a specialty bag that you bought, right? Yeah. It uh -huh. was cheap. It was like $10. Oh, okay. Um, and nested in it all summer long. And so he like opened it up and dumped it out for me to make sure there are no more squirrels in it. <laughs> Mortified. Um, and so I... So I set it up on the porch and I was just like, I don't know like what I should do with it. Like, do I need to throw it away? All I can think of like, you know, like wild mice and rats have like so many diseases that you can get from their poo and their pee. Yeah. And I'm like, is that all over my tree? Also, does the whole tree smell like squirrels and it's going to drive my dogs mad and they are going to never leave it alone and keep trying to knock it over? And so I like left it set up on the porch for a couple days. And again, in the back of my head, I was like, I can't throw it away yeah. because it hasn't, obviously it's carbon footprint yet. <laughs> so I finally went and I bought Lysol and I sprayed the shit out of it. And I pulled out, I put gloves on, I pulled out all the nesting materials I could. And I put it up in my house and I, uh, mm -hmm. and I left it there for the Christmas season. And then a couple days after Christmas, I took it down. And then on New Year's Eve, we went out. Chase had a gig. We came back. And I think we had, like, knocked it or the dog said not because it was still up in my living room. Because I'm like, that's not going back in the shed. It has to go in the basement. And, um, and we kept hearing noises coming from the bag. 
And it was just like, literally, it was just, it's shifting in the bag. Like the bag was slowly sliding and it was moving, you know, but I was like, I'm having a trauma response to this. I can't deal with it. And Jace had to get up and go and move the bag and place it flat so it would stop making noises because I was so stressed out about it. So that is my uh, Christmas tree. You, you had a, what is it, Grinwald Christmas tree. Yeah, there Griswold. Yeah. Griswold. okay what's your story my story also takes place a short while after thanksgiving okay so we gather for thanksgiving a few of my family friends and they um i get a phone call the next day from a friend from my friend who said that she was in close contact with somebody who had covid so i'm like okay so i have to go get tested just to make sure (laughs) <laughs> you just remembered what the story was. Yes, because <laughs> of course, Kim and I have seen each other since then. Yes, and <laughs> and speak regularly, even if we're not recording and we're taking a break. Ah, <laughs> uh, so this is the story I'm telling. Um, I like it. So I'm get. It's a drive-through testing site. So I get in line in my car. In about twenty, it's a pretty long line, and about twenty minutes in, <laughs> I realize I have to pee. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm blocked between cars. I got cars in front of me. I got cars behind me. And so about another 20 minutes later, I'm like, do I have a towel in my car? Can I get a bottle in the right position? Like, can I get the right angle? You can't, by the way, (laughs) with a bottle. Doesn't work for women. No, no, not in the position I was in. And of course, there's a van full of children in front of my, in front of me. So I do... I do have to keep an eye on like flashing anybody. Yes. So another 30 minutes oh. in, I'm like, okay, there's a bottle next to me. I'm going to open it up, pull, push back my chair, try to put my coat over my lap so I don't sh- scare any children. And I try to get it in the right position and I can't, I can't get it in the right position. It's just, it, it doesn't exist. It doesn't. In this, I have the steering wheel in the way. I have, everything's in the way. And so... Another twenty minutes. Like How I'm getting minutes really desperate. Uh an hour at least. Okay. Okay. At least an hour. An hour. I think it took me a whole hour and a half to two hours, which is actually pretty good. Um I finally another twenty minutes later, I'm like right in line to the testing area. And I definitely can't get out. And I'm starting to pull up to the first guy who takes my information. And he gives me the wrong sticker with uh, with somebody else's name on. I'm like, no, no, that's not me. Because <laughs> I'm trying to get him to hurry up. He's yes. like, oh, okay, sorry, blah, blah, blah. And he puts the right sticker on. And then I go to the second person who pokes it into your nose. Yes. And bef- and she's as she's gathering stuff, I'm like, I really have to pee. And she says, we're trying to we're trying to work as hard as possible, as fast as possible. I'm like, no, I'm not complaining. I'm just gonna t- just telling you that you're gonna see a grown woman piss her pants. That's all. I just want to warn you. <laughs> I want to warn you. And so, at this point, I'm really sensitive, right? Because as she puts it into my nose, I make this whoa noise. <laughs> She, she like the face she makes is like okay she's like oh shit <laughs> damn bursting <laughs> i get through it i don't pee my pants i do not pee my pants in front of the woman i get through it i pull through my house is like a mile and a half away i drive as fast as possible to my house 
I get pulled into my driveway, I made it there, and then I grab my house keys and I can't find them because I've been rearranging everything trying to get the right angle to piss in a bottle. <laughs> and I can't find them. And finally, I, I find a, a, the door, the key to my back door, what I think is the key to my back door. I grab it, I run to my back door, put it in the lock, and I can't get it to turn. <laughs> And that's when I just gave up, pulled down my pants and squatted in my backyard. <laughs> uh, oh, no. Yeah. It was the best and worst feeling in the <laughs> entire world. At least you've got privacy fences out there. I do. I'm pretty sure no one saw me. Like I saw my neighbor do the same thing a couple months ago. But uh, <laughs> like, I was so, I almost made it. I really almost made it to my toilet. But, uh, yeah. Oh, it's the worst when you're like almost there and you're like, well, fuck that. That's it. Pulled on the pants. We're done. Yep. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> but the noises I was making when they were like poking my nose, I'm like, you better hurry up. Because <laughs> everything's so sensitive. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Anyway, that's my Christmas story, my holiday story. Cheers to that. Mm. Cheers. Cheers. What are you drinking? <laughs> so I think I have a little cold or something coming on, or maybe it's the COVID. I don't know. I don't know, right? And so I've got my um, standard uh, crown and orange juice, you know? Nice. Yeah. Yes, with, I have. With a, with, I'm sorry, with a... Um, with a snowman ice cube. Love it. You can't it. really see it, but it I can. Yeah. I can. It looks I a little dick like, but right now. I, but. It does. I especially appreciate you sticking your fingers in your drink to pull the ice cube out to show me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have in the past 48 hours convinced myself and unconvinced myself about 30 times that I have COVID. Yeah. So just so, yeah, so I get That's that. I the get game it. we play now. And I've You're tested alone twice in now in the past two two days. And every time and it comes back negative, I'm like, God damn it, I wasted a test because they're so hard to find. They are hard. I, I have no idea whether we're, they don't exist here, really. I got so I was, like, when I was ones, in Michigan. I bought they they were everywhere. Really? Yeah, I go to Meyer. They had stacks and stacks and stacks of them at the De- DeWitt Meyer. This is when Christmas I was there. time. Yeah, things oh. have gotten worse. But I mean, like there were so many that and then I actually went to a different Meyer and I bought enough to bring back to friends because they're they are, do not exist in Colorado. And I was shocked by how many were in Michigan. Well, I got to check out Meyer because Rite Aid and places don't didn't have it. Yeah, no, Meyer had a ton of them because I'd love a couple of take home tests so that I can. Yeah. I just got my um, my color, like my free ones from the state of Colorado yesterday. and I've already used one. Mm-hmm. And I used my last Michigan one yesterday and used my first, another Colorado one today because I was like, it's broken. Because <laughs> I'm sure it's, that's what this is. And then it's negative again. And then I yeah. feel fine. Like, I don't know. Which is, which I think it gives more um, false positives than it does give false negatives. The take home Really? Test. I thought it was the other way around. I thought okay. it was only 75% accurate in giving you a correct positive positive i don't know because if you've been uh vaccinated then it gets a little confused 
But it doesn't go by the antigens, so why would it get confused? Because you might have, because it goes by the, I don't know, I don't know. It doesn't go by antibodies. There's too many, there's too many tests out there, I don't know which one you're talking about, so. That's true, that's fine. Who knows, whatever. Um, I am drinking, what am I drinking? Oh, I'm drinking, there's a little bit of backstory to this. It's not. It's it's a very basic drink. It is literally fruit punch flavored rum, some pineapple, and some soda. That is it. It's pretty tasty. You cannot tell that there's alcohol in it at all. Um, Which is dangerous, but yes. (laughs) What? what? It's dangerous. (laughs) Yes, yes. Because a few years ago, when I like when the world was still open, I went to Myrtle Beach with my family for a holiday for a vacation, and um had a really good like tropical fun tiki drink from like a stand on the beach that used fruit punch rum it was so good and so i've been searching since then for fruit punch rum and i finally found a bottle the other day and of course now it's been so long that i don't remember anything about this drink mm-hmm. so i can't recreate it oh okay all so i remember kind of is it that it had yeah. fruit punch rum in it that's it <laughs> So now I'm making up new things with it, and this is pretty easy. And yeah, good. in fact, I yeah. need some more. So yeah, me too. I'm just about there. Cool. Let's get a refill, and let's do our questions. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know the other Christmas present I've got that's been really fun. What? Libby got me. I found this really cool com- like perfume indie perfume company. It's me. <laughs> called. We'll talk about um, it a second. Mm-hmm. Okay. Called. Sucrebil, I think. I don't know how you say it. It reminds me of soccer blue, but it's Sucrebil. Yeah. Anyway, um, and I had found it and I was like super intrigued by all of these perfumes. And I was like, man, I want to try like the little sample vials of all of them. I couldn't get all of them. They have hundreds of perfumes. But um, and I was like, oh, I want to try this one. Oh, I want to try this one. And I like showed it to the band. I was like, look how cool this is. And um, she was like, well, you know what? For your birthday and for Christmas, tell me which ones you want to try and I'll get those for you for your birthday and Christmas. So I got like, she didn't just get the little ones either. She got the big roller balls of all of them. And so I got uh, a bunch of new perfumes to try. So I've been trying like one a day and I've got like one that I'm just completely obsessed with. It's so good. Oh, it's called nice. Mouthy Woman. No, it's called Mouthy, Ma- Mouthy Broad. Oh, I love it. That's I fun. love it so much. And then Chase got me a signed copy of Outlander. Oh, yeah. Nice. Like a leather bound one. We've, we've really been getting into specialty bindings of books lately because, of course, we have. And, <laughs> and he got me that and he got me uh, like a trilogy that I can't remember the name of it right now, but it's another one I've wanted from like a really like cool printing press in England. So. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. All my books are from uh, my uh, undergraduate degree. <laughs> all of my like older books are from my yeah. undergraduate degree. <laughs> like, uh, I don't need doubles of them since I have like all those. Yes. All classics. Those, like, Jane Austen. And yeah. Yes. I, I do have started buying the penguin classic bindings, you know, those hard covers that are so pretty. Yeah. So I did yeah. get the boxed Jane Austen set. That was the first one I bought. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I can't really, I can't really uh, let myself buy that many books because I already have a copy and so to buy a pretty copy is just 
think I have enough books. I get that. We have run out of space. We yeah. literally don't have any shelving right now. Yeah. Because I went to the bookstore yesterday, bought five more books for no fucking reason, except I wanted to. Yeah. What, what did I call that? Danger store? The danger, danger store. Danger store. My favorite. <laughs> I'm just going to from now on be like, let's go to the danger store to chase. <laughs> That's what it is. Because I cannot walk in there without <laughs> buying five books. So I sent you a text about one recommendation I have for you, mm-hmm. which is another book, actually. It's Station Eleven. Okay. It's based around the Great Lakes area. So like okay. Chicago up through like Michigan and stuff. Okay. And it's it's after uh, essentially a, a flu pandemic oh, that God. killed off a lot of people. This was mm. written before the pandemic. I read something like this too. By the Not way, this book, but. But yes. HBO has a series on this book and it's really good so if we have non-readers out there who'd really rather watch it it's it's actually very i've watched a couple of episodes so far it's really good and uh it's so what i've figured out is like the pandemic has happened it's more of a tribal nomad kind of world and there's a group of Shakespearean actors that go around to the stations and perform Shakespeare. I love that. Right? Right? Yeah. Okay, of course, okay. there's some dark stuff going on, but I haven't gotten to the dark stuff yet. Okay. We need a new show to watch because we just finished Atypical. Oh, yeah. Which if you haven't watched, you need to I watch love Atypical. Atypical. So yes. good. So mm-hmm. just finish that. And we've been watching the new Queer Eye. But me uh, too, and I bawled my eyes out. <laughs> only we just did finish episode two with Angel. Yes. Uh, my friend texted me and was like, My husband is way too invested in episode three with the cowboy, and yes. that's our next episode. So I think we'll probably watch that tonight. But once we're that's done with this, what I watched was okay. the cowboy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I did see a TikTok about the woman in the first one where this girl was like, Oh. Uh, I recognize her because she's like, one of my goals has always been to be like good at partner dancing and country Western dancing. It's just something I want to do. So she like flew to Austin and went to this place to take a le- lessons from her. Wow. Cause it's like this famous place to, and she's like, that woman was awful to me, like making oh. fun of her and bullying her in the first class. And she was like, so like, good for her, but also I don't want any nice things for her. Like, it was that bad. She's like, I hate her. She has serious self-esteem issues. Yes. Is what I got from that show. Yes, she did. Yep. So, and, and so serious that, self-esteem issues does... Uh, show itself probably in that way does show up as kind of bullying. Yes. Yeah. But, so I can see that. Yeah. I can. But you still want the best for people. Yeah. But, you know, the hair thing, the hair, I she know. didn't want to show that her hair, that was just. I didn't even realize at first. And she's like, you know what this is, right? And he's like, yeah. I was like, what is it? And then <laughs> it was like a wig, which I didn't get because it showed her like straightening it and stuff like that. So yeah. I mean, obviously a high quality it. one. You washed yeah, it Yeah, they washed head. it. They, they styled it and everything like that. Um, cause it was obviously yeah. a, an expensive, high quality wig that could do that. Yeah. That. Might be real hair. Who knows? But uh-huh. my favorite yeah. part is when the, the hair guy was like, uh, he asked her point blank, like, is this a wig? And she said no to him. And he's like, you know, I'm a hairdresser. Right. <laughs> and she's like, yes. She's like, okay. And then he backs off from it. Cause he's like, yeah, this is sensitive. 
but that was beautiful when she got to show her real hair. That was beautiful. I know. I know. Um, oh. All right. Do we want okay. yeah. to do a question or two? Huh? Three? Who wants to read first? Uh, They're all kind of longer questions today. Yeah. But I think the answers will probably be pretty short on some of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you go I'll ahead go and first. read first because I'm still pulling it, pulling it up. Yeah. Perfect. <sighs> When I was in school, I was bullied relentlessly by many people, but mostly by this one boy in particular. We started off as best friends, and then we dated briefly. The stupid one-month puppy teen love kind of thing. Once we split, he turned very sour. He spread nude photos of me that were taken without consent and was just beyond awful to me. He ruined my reputation completely. I was happy to remain friends, but he was not. Shortly after I got a new partner and he bullied my new, my next partner until he broke up with me as he couldn't take it anymore. I moved schools to get away from him and made a new life for myself, which I have and has been going great. And we lost contact for five years. Yesterday, I got a follow request on social media. I was shocked. I accepted out of curiosity to see. He sent me a message saying, I'm so sorry for what I put you through. I have two daughters now and have avoided to them what I did to you. My heart would break. My eldest daughter gets bullied at nursery and it hurts me to the core. I've never stopped feeling bad about what I did to you. Should I reply? Signed, Bully Surprise. Hmm. Uh, I have two kind of takes on this. One. Go. Don't reply. Just Don't. ignore him. He's out of your life. Like, continue with your life. He yeah. doesn't need your validation. You don't need his validation. Move on. Yeah. Uh, my other response is that if you do reply, tell him, like, you don't have to accept his apology. Just tell him to be more active, more of an ally for his his girls and, and to be more outspoken about what he did to her and use it as, as a teaching moment for other people. But I don't know good. if I'd be willing to forgive him. Like, no. I don't know if, I, or if know. I want to even care. think about for, like care about forgiving him. Yeah. I really hate this kind of thing because this was selfish on his part again. Yeah. It's to make this was done to make him feel better. It, mm -hmm. it it has no benefit to you, honestly. Like frankly, I don't like. I'm surprised you accepted it because this person was so awful. But like, what he's saying here is all about how he feels and not about how you feel, which honestly really shows that he hasn't learned anything. Yeah, he hasn't gotten better. This is all about assuaging his own guilt, and he's putting that on you again. And you mm -hmm. don't need to assuage his guilt. Yeah, and he's In only fact, concerned because yeah. his daughters. Yeah, that's so gross. Now. I hate that. Yeah. Oh, I hate that mentality. I hate that. Well, I was a jerk until I realized, like, I wouldn't want my mother or my sister or my daughter treated that way. How about you wouldn't want another human being treated that yeah. way? Mm -hmm. Empathy Ugh, towards all. It's just a lack yes. of empathy and understanding and lack of willing to understand. Yeah. So I, I completely agree. I, I, I don't respond. Ignore them. But... 
if you want, like, don't, don't forgive him. Don't even broach that subject. Like, you don't even have to, you don't care enough about him anymore to forgive him, right? Right. Um, so if you want to uh, respond, say, all right, I heard what you said. Tell everybody else because yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you need to advocate. You need yes. to be an advocate. And Otherwise, like, it's just silence. Like, it's pointless. Yeah. There are a couple things there that you said that I like, too, where, like, I hear it. I don't care enough about you to forgive you, frankly. No. And to be honest, this feels like it's something you are doing for you to try to assuage your guilt. You didn't think at all about how this bringing this back up could affect me now. You just selfishly only focus on yourself. Uh-huh. And then I would just block him. Like, you know, like, I don't know. He should get therapy. And also, this is for anyone that listens that maybe was a bully when you were a kid. Because you have people do that and you grow out of it mm-hmm. and you realize. But you know what? If you feel guilty and you made someone's life hell, don't talk to that person again. Go deal with it in therapy and figure out what was wrong with you. Don't put it on the person that you bullied. Yeah. And then stop it if you see it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Advocate in real life, in your life, in the life of your friends and people around you. Yeah. And stop it. Because you know, of all people, what bullying is and what it looks like and what it feels like to be a bully. Just stop it. Also, it's only been five years. I bet you you could still press charges of child pornography on him if you wanted to. If he took naked pictures of you without your consent and then spread that around? Yeah. Like, I don't know if you were a kid then. You just said, you know, you said you were in high school. So you might have been over the age of 18. But then that also could potentially violate, like, revenge porn laws. Those are newer, though, and I don't think you can retroactively apply them. Yeah, yeah. But... Tell him that. If you contact me again, I'm going to pursue charges for what you did to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just not worth and your energy. Your children will be taken away from it's you. It's not worth your energy. Throw it back at him and say, we're not talking. You don't even have to talk to him. But yeah, it's not worth your energy. Move on. Yep. It's nice to know that there's one less bully in the world, potentially, but that's about it. Yeah. Okay. That was it. That was yeah, easy that was one. it. That was fast. Really quick, can I tell you the story? I'll, I'll cut this probably, but um, yeah. So Ch- Ch- I was talking to Chase and I was in Michigan, and he was like, "Um, I'm just like, how's it going, baby?" And sort of story thing, and he was like, "Yeah, I went disc golfing today, and I met this group of like these couple guys, and I was playing with them, and um, he's like, and they seemed really nice, like hippie guys, and he's like, and then the guy was like, oh shoot, my phone's ringing, sorry, I gotta take it, and he took it, and he goes, yeah, sorry, after he's done, he's like, that was my cousin." Um, it's her birthday. And he's like, oh, well, she's like, happy birthday to her. And he's like, yeah, she like lives in Oklahoma and she's like getting her doctorate or going to school to be a doctor. One of two, I don't know which one it was. And he's like, she's like, oh yeah, good for her, man. He's like, yeah. And if you knew her last year, like she used to, like last year, she was just like hanging around and like dating black guys and stuff. And Chase goes, <laughs> Chase goes, is there something wrong with dating black guys? And the guy's like, no, no, of course, you know what I meant. Chase is like, actually, no, I didn't. Don't know what you meant. Yeah. And no, I don't. Like, I don't. What do you mean? And, and the guy's like, oh, shit. And, like, and Chase is like, nice playing with you guys. And, like, walked walked away. Yeah. Uh, I, was like, I was like, good for you, babe. And he's so good.
good at that, like the question response, like, yes, mm-hmm. is there a problem with that? Or explain this to me. I don't get it. Yeah. yeah. To make people realize like, oh, yeah, I couldn't believe it. Yes. Oh, Chase, why aren't you one of them? Right. It's like, but bro, you yeah. got the, you got the beard, man. Yeah. It's like, so I was so, I'm yeah. like, I'm proud of you, babe. Yes. For that little call right there. Like so easy, but. It's like so simple. It if you want to, I'll ask him if he's okay in. with me telling his story. Okay, I was proud of him. We ready? Que- yep. Next question. <sighs> okay, I gotta take a breather. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, it's this one. My girlfriend and I, both twenty years old, have been dating for about six months now, and I thought it was going real well. We have our differences, but we both love each other a lot and want to get a place together, mostly to get away from our families for personal reasons. We don't have jobs that allow us to save up money quickly enough to get a place for ourselves as soon as we want, though. Originally, we talked about this and agreed we'd be patient and hopefully find better paying jobs in the near future. A friend offered her a job at the brothel she works at a few suburbs away, telling her she'll get 300 to $400 a night there and my girlfriend starts telling me she's going to take it. She's, she's insistent that the money will be worth it, that she feels that it will be money she is proud to earn. She also tells me that I shouldn't be worried because it's a legal brothel, that she can choose her own nights and customers, and that'll it'll help us out financially. Obviously, I'm quite uncomfortable and distressed by her choice, because the job is literally her letting other men have sex with her. If she was single, that would be different, but we've been in a relationship together for a solid amount of time, and to her, it seems these two things don't connect, other than the money. But I would gladly wait to save up money for us, rather than her getting a lot of a lot of it doing this job. In response, she seemed offended I wasn't appreciative of her choice. Long story short, we had a fight, and she ended it with a nasty remark about my sexual performance. Something she knows I'm insecure about. So that's probably a factor too. We haven't seen each other since then. And she starts her new job in quotation marks in two days. Is there anything I could tell her to change her mind or dissuade her? I do still love her, but I don't know if I can stay in this relationship with her. If she continues with this, thanks signed indecent proposal. Can I tell you something small that I didn't uh, realize the first time I read this question that I just realized that makes it even weirder to me. Huh? That she's still living with her family. I thought at least they were out, but like, can you imagine like living at yeah. your parents' house and then going out and working at, at a brothel on the at night? Yeah. Um, that just blows my mind a little bit. Yeah. Uh, what do I think this guy can do? I think they probably need to break up. I don't think they're very compatible. She seems pretty. Uh, she seems like this is something she wants to do. Yeah, she's gone home. She's all about it. Yeah. She's made her decision. Yeah. She wants to do this. Sounds like she like she's excited about aspects of it. Uh-huh. Um, she said she'd be proud to earn money in this particular industry. Um, mm-hmm. And you don't share that uh, perspective. That's not something you are interested in your girlfriend doing. So I think that you probably should just break up. Yeah. That's I it. Agree. Like, I mean, it's a low blow. Yeah. To go after your sexual performance. Yeah. For That's a low sure. blow. That's a mean thing for somebody to say. Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah. 
I mean, I think this is an ultimatum. I mean, you don't want your partner. You personally do not. We're we're po- sexual positive. We're positive sexual. Yeah. But uh, so we don't care what you do with your body. But if you, as the partner, d- mm-hmm. does, do not want your girlfriend to be having sex, 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 sex with other people, then it is a deal breaker. Like you say to your girlfriend, I don't want this. I don't. So if you do this, we will not be dating anymore. Exactly. And then if she makes the choice not to do it, if she, she has that choice, but if she makes the choice to do it, then you have your answer. Yes. They, 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 she, there's something that she values more than your feelings, which is, mm-hmm. that's, it's fine. It's not ideal. It's not what you want to hear in this relationship. She's allowed to have her own opinions and feelings about things. Um, so it sucks, but I, I really think that's kind of, yeah, yeah, you can make one more try. Like you said, Jen and like talk to her and kind of like, it is kind of an ultimatum. And, um, mm-hmm. but I honestly just think that like breaking up is probably what's going to happen. And yeah. that's okay. You're mm-hmm. like, I mean, it sucks. You really love this person. You said that, I mean, you're both pretty young and you haven't, you've been dating for six months. Which isn't that long, really, but it is a solid chunk of time as well. Like you, like they said, like a solid commitment of time, which is true. But like, good thing you found this out earlier, and not like after four yeah. years or marriage. You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think you're going to be able to dissuade her. But the only way is really to make an ultimatum, unless yeah. you're okay with being in a relationship with someone who is having sex for money. Yeah, and it sounds like you aren't. So. I mean, personally, I don't think I would be either, personally, being in a relationship with someone who has sex with for money. Um, but then I wouldn't, you know, that would be a relationship I wouldn't continue. Silence. Which I am not. Sorry, Chase just got home, so. <laughs> Ooh, not- I'm on an episode now. No. I'm leaving that in. I'm leaving it in. <laughs> <laughs> for a minute i thought because there's all silence about kimberly i thought you were a little offended that i said i wouldn't date somebody who would be no no i i agree with that i think that is a personal like, I, choice i wouldn't be able to do that but yeah no that's like, fine i'm kind of with um, you dude i wouldn't be able to do that either but yeah yeah and you know what let's look at a positive and that she was like open about it with you you know like some not everyone would be. Some people would probably be like, I'm going to do this and I'm just not going to tell my partner, you know, uh, because, yeah. especially if they know how you feel. So at least like yeah. she, she uh, was honest about it with you. And so you can make your own informed decision. And yeah, I mean, I don't think I would want to, I don't know that I would be able to be with somebody that like, like seriously that, you know, was working in sex or like having sex with lots of other people mm-hmm. for any reason, frankly. Uh, so I get that. Yeah. Yeah. No matter how much money, like there isn't enough money. Okay. That's not true. There is enough money. Is there? If, that's why, you know, indecent proposal is, it's the sign off is based on that movie where she gets a million I've never bucks seen it. from sleeping with them. How much? A million bucks. Yeah. I would 100% let my husband sleep with somebody yeah, else it was, for a million uh, Woody Harrelson, Demi Moore, and... Uh, an older guy. Uh, Ew, it's like, I just like, it's like that other show too that I just like, that I auditioned for and I didn't get cast in. 
um, Honeymoon in Vegas, which is about a guy who like loses a $50,000 bet, like, like, like gambles and loses by 50 grand. And the guy, so he's like, if you let me spend the weekend with your girlfriend, no funny business. Uh, I'll forgive the debt. It's gross. Yes. Yeah. Because he didn't ask her. That's the other thing. At least like this person's exactly. being, you know, like that's what the problem is. But also like if Chase came to me and said, so-and-so offered me a million dollars to have sex with them, what, I'd be like, fuck yeah. Get that <laughs> money first though. So they don't try to pull a fast one. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give them a night of their life. Just give me the money first. 100%. But, <laughs> well, but that's I think- a different hypothetical and yeah. not a realistic thing like this poor dude is dealing with yeah so well we're we're zooming through these questions really we are we're doing good there's not gonna be a ton to edit out it's gonna be an easy episode mm-hmm. i like it um okay this one's a weird last one. question yeah. of the episode i love this one so much <laughs> it's so weird it's so fucking weird and oh it's the definition of gaslighting in the first sentence or the second sentence really okay Am I wrong for wanting my husband to turn off the lights and faucets? I am not sure anymore, and I think I've gone insane. (laughs) I've been having this discussion with my husband for months. I used to think I was reasonable, but his inability to understand makes me think I am crazy. My husband and I live together in an apartment. I go to work every day at 7 a.m. And by the time I get home at 7 p.m., the lights are on in every room and the water is running in the kitchen and the bathroom sinks. According to him, they are on all day, every day. I can't work from home and we are wasting a ton of money. I've asked him if there's any reason he needs to try. I can't even read this seriously. It's got to be fake. Do you think it's fake? I, I it do. Fake. I, I had that thought. But if there's any boomers listening right now, they're vomiting right now. And they're like, oh, I can't handle this. <laughs> I, I know. I, I All do. I can think I, of in the very first episode of this, what's the zombie show? You know, Walking Dead? Yeah, The Walking Dead. Yeah. Like in the first five minutes, there is a con, like the guy makes a joke like, I walked in and the lights were closed and I, or, or, were on and I turned to my girlfriend. I was like, you need to keep the lights off. Or I turned the lights off when you leave the room. And she was like, oh, you sound like my dad. And he's like, and I just wanted to say, you've been hearing this your whole life and you haven't learned it yet. <laughs> That's all I can think of. Okay. I have asked him if there's any reason he needs to turn them on all day, but he tells me that it is impossible to turn the lights and waters off, water off. When I told him it is not impossible because he can turn them off using his hands, he says, but you have hands and you choose not to work as a mechanic as I also can choose not to turn it off. Fuck you, man. I tell him that it is different because it costs money and it is bad to waste resources, but he insists it's the same things because I can technically be a mechanic, but choose not to do so. So why does he have to choose to turn off the lights? I don't even care about the lights. It's the water. I do this, you know? When I'm at home, I turn them off after him. It doesn't seem to cause him any discomfort to have them off, but he just refuses to turn them off himself. When I talk to him about it, he says I am nagging him and that I should leave him alone. Is he right that that I am wrong? And is his mechanic analogy accurate? By the way, we are a single income household, and I know we could be paying less for bills if if he would stop leaving things on all day. Signed, not raised in a barn. Uh, yeah. I agree with him. I have a theory. Go ahead. Two theories, actually. Yes. This is either a fake letter or 
this man is haunted by a demon that continuously turns on the lights and water. And at some point in his life, he just gave up. Oh, and now he doesn't know one. how to explain it. So he's it's like, impossible. this is just my life now. I can't oh, turn anything off because it turns right back on. One. So that's a good one. I like that yeah. approach. Um, that's it. It's definitely a demon or a yes. big letter. <laughs> um, I will say that I agree with him that I think that you should leave him alone fucking permanently. <laughs> leave him alone all the way, all the way, 100%. all the way alone. Move out. This man is gaslighting you to such an extreme. You feel like you're going crazy. You feel like you're being unreasonable. You are not. This is reasonable. This is what everybody does. Um, also, he's staying at home all day on your dime yeah. and running up the bills so you don't have any extra money to leave him. Probably. This is probably him being like, I'm doing this so she can't leave. She can never save up enough money to leave me because I'm an abusive asshole. Get out. Get out. Yeah. Kick him out. Call your landlord. See if you can get him off the lease. Uh, evict him. I don't know. Do yeah. what you need to do. Uh, do what you need to do. I don't understand the mechanic analogy either. I know. it. No, it's not a good analogy in okay. answer to your question. Yeah. Um, doesn't make any sense. Mechanics have hands. So why aren't you a mechanic? Like it doesn't. Is he a mechanic? Maybe that's why he went like, I don't like it's a stupid not, analogy. No matter he's what. not bringing in income. So I don't. He's not currently a mechanic. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's weird. It's, it's, I hope it's fake. But if not, it is juicy enough that it caught my eye. And yeah. I thought it was funny. It's a bit, he's, he's a nutter. Leave yeah. him. Leave him. Get him out of the house. Yeah. Leave his demon behind. Leave his demon yeah. behind. <laughs> leave <laughs> him alone with cleansing his demon. When you get to your new house to make sure Fuck. the demon didn't follow you. Yes. What? It's so weird. It's just so, so bizarre. <laughs> Have you noticed him waking up in the middle of the night in a, in a dead sweat? Like, or I'm um, screaming, like someone's floating. holding him Have down. Seen, floating above. Floating yeah. on the ceiling mm -hmm. or speaking in tongues or. Someone pulling your sheets off randomly. Yeah. You can't, or grabbing your yeah. ankles when you get out of bed. Grabbing oh, that ankles. would freak me out. Yeah. Did I tell you Red I couldn't noises. finish The Conjuring 2? Did I tell you that? What? That you couldn't? I couldn't do it. You couldn't finish the second Conjuring movie? No. I made it through the first one fine. Okay. It was scary. It was legit scary. <laughs> but the second one, I'm like upstairs watching it on my own. And I couldn't do it. Chase was even in the house. He had the band practice. They were all downstairs in the basement. I couldn't watch the damn movie. I had to turn it off. And then someone posted on my Facebook page saying something like, what was it? Um, she wrote something along the lines of, The Conjuring 2 is a love story about an old man who can't open doors. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I couldn't do it, man. I was, I don't know why that one was so wow. much scarier to me than the first one was. I couldn't watch it. Wow, it's the nun. The nun is scary as shit. That's not the second one. The, the second one is the second one. Oh, I didn't get to that point. <laughs> I straight Wait, okay. up got Which one is the second one? Because there's so many. Which the one's second the second one? The second one is the little girl home from school. And the British girl. The British. The British one. Yeah. And the guy in the remote control. The, the man's ghost in the TV in the remote control. That's as yeah, far yeah. as I got in that one. 
Is there no, a, does the, the nun, nun come into it? Shows, shows up in that I one. Didn't even get to that point. Mm-hmm. I just I couldn't deal that she with. Shows up. Oh no, yeah. no, it's yeah. Okay, yeah. Wow, you only got like fifteen minutes in. I couldn't fucking do it. <laughs> I don't know what my deal was. Maybe I could now if I tried, but man, I like couldn't get through it. Oh, uh, I like that one actually. I like that one. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, that's it. We did. Wow, look at that. Yes, if we're going to minimal edit. It's going to be a nice short episode. Oh, I like it. Yes. All right, perfect. I think we. I think that might be a plan for future is just tell one juicy story. That's a good way to do it. And then our recommendations for movies and books. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah. Do you, have, um, do you have any New Year's resolutions? Do I? I tend like not 50. to do New Year's resolutions. Okay. Um, I mean, I try to be healthier. I have been swimming and exercising more. Nice. So I, I swim like three, two to three times a week and do yoga. And I'm feeling like I'm back. Like my face feels a little bit more like you can see more of my ankles. Like I, I got really round. Your, cheek, <laughs> yeah, your cheekbones yeah. are coming back. I feel like my, my double chin is starting to go back up again. <laughs> I and my yes and I can move a little bit more because I'm swimming I do the lap swim for like 30 minutes it's nice really good exercise and I feel so much better and so I'm hoping to just keep that up nice my goal is to um read 50 books over the course of the year wow yeah which I should be able to do hopefully and start running again because I stopped running after the turkey trot and I have a 5k on Saturday. So we'll see how this goes. You're going to work on that a little bit. I've been struggling. I was like, today's the day. And then it doesn't happen. I'm like, today's the day. Uh And I haven't done it yet. And I have a race on Saturday. So I can walk some of it. I don't have to run the whole thing up there. I have to walk. So yeah, that's most of my things. I also, I I decided I'm going to try to do a, a fast 15 like every morning like 15 minutes of like like just going around and picking up things you know oh yeah Uh tidying up a little bit every morning quick yeah for 10 or 15 minutes it does things get untidy quickly yep it's really easy it's really annoying but it's also very easy to tidy up that's interesting i like that idea 15 minutes yeah that was my mom's idea that's my mom's day just tidying things up yeah she says she does that every morning. She just goes around and picks up the stuff from the night before that we're left out or around. Mm-hmm. My mom's house always looks clean. Yeah. Always looks tidy anyway. I told her, I said something like, your house is always clean. And she's like, no, it wasn't, <laughs> but thank you. <laughs> okay. Those yeah. are my New Year's resolutions. I have to pee. So oh, great. Well, I think it's a think good time a good to job. bring out. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Okay. Perfect. All, All right. I love you. Yeah. Love you too. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Yeah. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to Inebriated Input. I'm Kim. And I'm Jennifer. If you enjoyed the podcast, please rate and review us so other people can find us. If you didn't, then bugger off. JK, we like constructive feedback. Feel free to tell us. (laughs) And please, 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 please send us your questions at inebriated.input at gmail.com. We can't make the podcast without your questions, and we promise that we will keep your name out of it. (laughs) Okay. You can also submit questions and learn more at inebriatedinput.com. 
if you want, you can also sponsor us on Patreon where we have cool swag as thank yous. Okay, okay. Thanks. thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye, bye, bye.